0: Welcome to The Reload, where we help unconventional leaders craft the life they truly want by questioning the assumptions they have about how life works. My name is Sean, and I'll be your host on this journey. As a performance coach and special operations combat veteran, I help high-performing executives kick ass in their careers while connecting with deeply powerful insights that fuel their lives. Alrighty, I don't have anything witty to say as introduction, so let's just go ahead and jump on in. If you listened to last week's episode— which is titled something uh, to the effect of what's your pain tolerance. I wanted to do a bit of a companion piece to that. So last week we talked about how so many of my clients are high achievers and they, well, they're all high achievers. I don't know why I just said so many, but they are, every single one of them is an extreme high achiever. And every single one of them has a tremendously high pain threshold. And in last week's episode, I talked about how that goes astray and what are some things that we can do to really evaluate why we do this. Why do we live in a way of suffering? And the reason I think today's episode is going to be a worthy companion piece to last week's episode is this notion that everything is for me, including the things that don't feel good aka suffering or pain now that may seem very confusing so i thought we might spend a few minutes to unpack this a little bit and if you're new to the show part of the reason why i have these episodes is the clients that i work with and i guess in a sense this entire podcast is sponsored by the clients who who choose to work with me but to provide additional context for the folks that I'm working with to better understand the issues that are affecting them. So Tony Robbins is a world-famous performance coach, I guess is I think what he calls himself. And one of the foundational questions that he is known for asking, and I don't know if he came up with it, I don't think that he did, but he has certainly popularized this question, Is life happening to me or for me? And I often ask prospective clients this question. Do you believe that life is happening to you or for you? And they're generally very quick to say, Oh, for me, definitely, definitely for me. Most certainly. (laughs) But then they proceed to tell me, all the bad things that are happening to them. So if you take a moment to really contemplate where it is that you show up on this spectrum, and perhaps maybe it's only certain themes or in certain areas of your life, but if you can begin to map out the difference between where it is that you really truly believe, not just say or, you know, the things that you quote-unquote know but but where you actually believe that life is happening for you and not to you and vice versa because for instance we might at home when we encounter challenges believe that that is actually for us versus happening to us but then potentially at work we don't have that same empowered mindset and it can be useful in that mapping exercise to try to see the difference and to understand why is there a contrast here? What has me showing up one way in one area of my life and then a different way in another area of my life? And oftentimes it's in exploring those cracks and crevices where there is contrast that we gain the most insight and we gain the most ability to really learn about ourselves and how it is that we are perceiving our world. You know, another sort of coaching expression that I've used in past episodes is, and I certainly didn't come up with this, is we see the world not as it is, but as we are. Meaning, we view it through our own lenses. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the truth. But of course, you might say, well, isn't my perception my reality? Ah, (laughs) touche. But in that, baked inside of that, is the ability to change one's perception so that your reality can change. So there's that kind of slippery fish there, is that, yeah, I would say that our reality is our perception. But if it's our perception, then it's in our power to change it, as difficult as it may be. But if you're listening to this show, whether you're a client of mine or not, then chances are you're not the kind of person who wants solely an easy life. And in fact, you are probably the person who identifies as the person who does hard things. And one of the things that is extremely difficult is to really truly embrace this notion that everything is for me. The universe, God, source, whatever moniker you want to give it is for me. But ugh, it doesn't necessarily mean that it feels good or that it matches our perception of what ought to be for me, the way that it should look. And, ah, oh, man, I routinely wrestle with this. Just, ugh, all the time. Especially when I receive things in my life that don't feel good. And there's this this resistance that each of us has. I want it to feel a certain way. I want it to look a certain way. I want to have the success that I want to have. But what I've had to realize over the course of my life, I've had a number of what you might call character building experiences or chapters of my life. I've been in combat. And no, I don't mean uh, mixed martial arts. I mean actual bullets and explosions and people dying for real and watching my friends get killed and almost being killed myself. And then as a result of all of that, rounds and rounds and rounds of nightmares and sleep deprivation and suicidal ideation and coming close a couple times with like my gun to my head with my own finger on the trigger and then getting into the corporate world and having such a (laughs) such a crazy culture shift and attempting to recraft myself to re-identify my sense of self. Who is it that I wanted to be? How did I want to show up in the world? What is the service that I wanted to offer? Did I even want to be alive? How can I reconnect with joy and tight, intimate union with people when there had been so much pain of loss over the years? And it has been grueling and sometimes excruciating work including psychedelic ceremonies where i have had to confront and come painfully face to face with beliefs that were deeply entrenched inside of me and the way that those beliefs showed up in behavior patterns behavior patterns that were not noble that were not gracious that were not loving And as one of my clients likes to say, it it felt and has felt, not every time, but often like carving my skin off with a knife. Yeah, imagine that visual. (laughs) So, But to shed our skin in order to grow into another one. It doesn't necessarily have to be a painful process, but it often is. (laughs) And I think in part because of our pain tolerance that I talked about last week. Now, one of the things that I want to contrast with last week's episode is this notion of pain tolerance. And I don't know if it's so much a contrast, as maybe more of a complimenting. If we look at this idea of everything is for me, I think that it doesn't necessarily have to challenge our pain tolerance, as in, they're gonna to smash together somehow and one will win. One belief I, I am I am capable of enduring a great deal of pain as one belief structure, competing against, well, everything is for me and enforcing it. I think the notion that everything is for me, that the universe, God, source, whatever, is actually for me is really a position of acceptance. Not necessarily that you have to accept a violation of your core boundaries, your core values, but where is it that we receive discomfort and at one level, the discomfort is simply egoic, meaning, oh, I have a sense of self and I'm receiving a wounding to my sense of value or my sense of importance or my sense of reputation, versus or at another level receiving a challenge to my core belief and many of my clients are deeply religious people and i often ask them where are they going or how are they going about challenging their core belief about the world the the universe the the interplay between self and God. I'm not Christian. I'm not, I, I mean, I don't subscribe to any organized religion, but I do like to believe that there is something bigger out there than just little old me. And I don't know what it is, but that's what I like to believe. Maybe because I, I don't know, maybe I want a security blanket. I, you know, who knows? But how do we go about challenging these deeply held beliefs that are inside of us, these deeply entrenched paradigms. And to that question, oftentimes clients are baffled. Why would I do that? Why would I seek to shake the foundation of me? And of course, if I'm being glib, I can often say, well, why why would you not? Why would you not test the strength Of your foundation to ensure that that foundation is still strong and solid. And if it is strong and solid, can it not endure and withstand challenge? And if you find yourself being too fearful to actually shake the foundation, what does that say? What does that say about your belief? Do we trap ourselves in dogma? well, the instruction book said this, so I will do this, versus coming to a real grappling, a real wrestling with concepts and beliefs and getting through that process. You know, that is one of the benefits of psychedelic ceremonies, properly administered, properly set up with sufficient inner work ahead of time, and then support on the back end, right? So Fire beware, and make sure that you're using your own diligence, and et cetera, et cetera. But one of the benefits of that kind of experience is that it brings us to a place where we open up internally. And to be totally clear, it facilitates. It does not. It does not do it for us. It facilitates this experience of looking deep inside ourselves and really challenging. And can we get to a place of really recognizing, yes, that everything that happens is for me? These character-building experiences or chapters of life that feel so terrible. And the ones that I alluded to earlier really, truly felt terrible. They felt like I was left broken and bereft. And they're not things that I would necessarily wish For other people to experience. And. At the same time. They have been. The most beneficial. For me. They were the most beneficial. In helping me understand. My own limitations. And highlighting. Where it is that I had work to do. Soul work. As it were. Or spirit work. Where is it that I was. Trapped in a selfish. Mindset. Where is it that I was not giving and gracious? Where is it that I was thinking solely of myself and and not connected to love? Where was I seeing only scarcity when there was actually opportunity and abundance all around me that I just couldn't see? You know, one of the ways that it showed up for me is to be in this tough guy attitude. I'm all hardcore and stuff. and where that was cutting me off from having tender moments with women that I deeply cared about and now my wife that may have sounded weird so when i was single women that i was dating and now my wife right so how do i how do i access tenderness and how much of my life i had robbed myself and others of a potential beautiful experience of tenderness of Joy of innocent laughter because I was serious and hardcore and I get shit done. And when I think about the clients that I work with, they typically tell me, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working hard for the family. And yet when I do 360s and talk to their families, the family often wants just more time with their person and they would actually really happily trade less financial security more time and more quality engaged time of lightness, of laughter, gentleness, and not this kind of constant focused, we're going to get stuff done. We're going to, we're going to achieve, we're going to meet the schedule, but it's these really grueling, painful experiences they were often so painful because of the way that I was looking at them. And it was where there was a grinding against the existing paradigm and my inability to see that the universe was actually looking out for me. It was on my side. But I was looking at it as a nemesis or an enemy that I had to fight. And oftentimes when we experience suffering, when we experience stress, it's because of the fact that we are not looking at what what in this is for me? What am I resisting? Such that it is persisting. So if you look at your life and you look at the things that are causing you pain or suffering or stress or whatever, what if you did look at it from the perspective that the universe is signaling you, the universe is for you, and it wants you to learn something. It wants you to learn something very powerful. And again, if this is a core belief and a core boundary inside of you, perhaps the thing that it is helping you to learn is how much you actually truly do believe in that concept or that value. So it's not necessarily the case that you have just have to sort of flip-flop and change everything about you. So there are times when we have experiences that show us the metal of our belief, the iron core, that yes, this is where I stand. But, but, oftentimes, these experiences help to see where we are being rigid unnecessarily. And where our sense of self came up early, 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 early in life. And we've just kind of been building on it without actually ever challenging, is this the person that I want to be, or is this still the person that is right for me to be in this chapter of my life? Do I really need to be the tough guy or tough gal anymore? Or have I done this one already? And maybe it's time for a different song. So that's going to do it for today. Hopefully you enjoy this little bite-sized morsel. And if you are experiencing value from any of the episodes that I've put out and you think it's a fair exchange, I would absolutely love it if you would leave a rating or review or just thumbs up or subscribe, follow, you know, whatever, do all of the digital things. But again, as I say most frequently, I would love it if you would share it with somebody that you think this would impact, whether you like them or you don't like them, <laughs> Sometimes these, these challenges to our way of thinking can serve a really profound impact in our lives. And I would like your help in spreading that. Until next time, take care of each other.